Hello everyone, welcome to the Creative Lounge. In today's episode, I have the pleasure to talk with Marley, a food blogger who encourages people to live more sustainably through her delicious recipes. Hello Marley, thank you so much for being with us today at the Creative Lounge. As an introduction, I would like to ask you to tell us three things about you uh, that we should know. Okay, so a couple things you should know about me. I am a relatively new mom. I just um, had my son a year and a half ago, so I'm kind of adjusting to life there. I have my um, degree in environmental health science, so I'm an environmental scientist, but I spent about 10 years in sales and it was just something that was really not fulfilling me and I wasn't able to share my actual passion with the world, which is um, the environment. Um, and food has just been in my family for so long. My grandparents were caterers. It's something that's just been a huge part of my life. And when I realized I could connect the two, food and the environment, I felt like I was really onto something because I feel like I can reach more people through helping them form eating habits that are more sustainable for the environment. And is um, food blogging now your permanent occupation? Is that your main focus? It is. So it's actually my husband and I both work on it. So he does all the web design and all the back end stuff, which is so important because it's so like food blogging is like 10 jobs in one, really. So um, having him to take some of that off my plate really helps me uh, free up the time to actually concentrate more on the creative side. So that's been a huge huge help and having the support from him is really important to me as well but we've both transitioned to a place where we're comfortable uh doing it full time so it's really exciting that's amazing i mean being able to pursue your passion with your loved one it's it sounds yeah. amazing i mean like i think that's what everyone is is aiming for and uh, it's great that you have managed to to achieve it and you've working on it um, and when exactly did you start it, uh, the blog? Actually, it's been just over a year. So when I first started, it was really just a hobby. You know, the pandemic hit, I was furloughed from my job. So I had all this extra time on my hands and I'm one of those people that I just can't sit still. I have to have something productive to do. Um, so I started as a hobby and then immediately I realized this is something I'm really, really passionate about. I think the first time I picked up my camera and took a picture of food, I was like, wow, this is really, really exciting to me. So um, I immediately started researching if it was a viable option. And then within six months, we just decided we're going to, you know, go for it, put all our eggs in one basket and it's paid off. Was that your first experience or first attempt to to do something creatively because you're doing such yeah. a good job so i'm just wondering was it something that you just went on and you started to just learn as, as you go or did you have previous experience no it's definitely something i've like learned as i've gone i'm one of those people that i learned by doing um so i just kind of picked up a camera and i've dedicated so much time to it I've, i'm not going to pretend it's easy it's a lot of work but you know, I think if you're passionate about something and you find that passion, you can truly just, um, if you put all of your energy in it, like you're, you're gonna succeed at it, especially if you have you know, a lot of creative energy. Um, it's been a super creative outlet for me. So it's, it's not, it doesn't feel like work when I'm shooting, it feels like fun. So that really helps, I think. 
Yeah, it's exactly as you said. You have to have that passion for for whatever you're yeah. doing to to put the the time and effort. Looking at your photos here on, on Instagram, I would say that that's a professional photographer taking those photos, uh, just because the way that it looks, uh, the whole flow, and that was one of the things that stood out for me when I was um, going through your profile just before reaching out to you. I really like the whole flow of, of your Instagram profile. I like that there's a, a lot of diversity of different recipes. As I said earlier, you have savory dishes, you have desserts, you have um, cocktails as well, which is an interesting one. Um, as most food bloggers are just focusing on either desserts or, or savory dishes. Uh, but what I really, really like about it is your focus on sustainability. Um, and that's something that's quite close to my heart as well, because I used to um, focus a lot on that with my YouTube channel. And I wanted to ask you if you can tell us a little bit more about your passion for sustainability, whether that was something that um, you were always striving for. Well, like I said, I have my degree in environmental health science. So it's been in the back of my mind the whole time I was in sales in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, how am I going to integrate this into my daily life? And it is something I think about in every decision I make. And when I started the food blog at first, I, like I said, it was just a hobby. So I wasn't really thinking about that. As soon as I decided this was going to be a career path for me, I immediately sat down and like just sat and reflected and thought, how can I bring the environmental portion into this? And I think what a lot of people don't realize is that our food choices are really, really um, tied in to um, living a sustainable lifestyle. So I'm like, how can I be an approachable resource? I don't want to scare anyone off by being super extreme or anything like that. I want to cast a really wide net and reach as many people as I can. And that's where the breakfast all the way to cocktails comes in. Um, and just be gentle about the way I give small green tips that could just by making small changes, you can make a big impact over time. Because what I don't want to do is make people feel guilty or make people feel like they are helpless and can't do anything to help the environment. What I do want to do is build like a positive platform that people just see me as an approachable resource that they can reach out to anytime and I can answer any questions they have about that. Because I think right now, the issue of environmentalism and sustainability is so politicized and so polarizing that um, people almost are intimidated to even learn about it or research it or attempt to do anything positive about it. So I just wanna be like a voice of reason that you don't have to completely give up your modern lifestyle and you can still make good choices that can make a big impact. That's interesting and I really like that you are so open to um, your audience reaching out to you and asking you questions and and based on that I wanted to ask you what is um, the question that you most often get in terms of um, how to be more sustainable from your audience? Literally that. People just say, what is the one thing I can do? If I had to make one change, what is the one thing I can do? And my answer is to learn about it. Just take some time to listen to a podcast or watch an environmental documentary. Because if you have that at the front of mind, it's going to be more prevalent in your life, um, whether it's conscious or subconscious. If you have that knowledge, I believe, because I have to believe that if people have the knowledge, then they're going to do positive things with it. 
So as much as I want to say, here's your answer, do this one thing and everything's saved. It's, it's not that simple, but it is as simple as having the wherewithal to actually learn about it, care about it, want to like be eager to learn how you can make a change. So I think if someone asked me, what's the one thing I could do? I would say take 10 minutes out of your day to learn about the problems that we were facing and the solutions that we can come up with. I absolutely love this answer. And I think it's, it's one of the, the best ones I've heard so far because most often than not, we, we get answers such as uh, try reducing your plastic waste, uh, switch to reusable products. But I really like the fact that you're encouraging people to educate themselves. And I'll use that opportunity to ask you, like, can you recommend this um, maybe a documentary or a book, something that you found quite useful when it comes to educating people about the sustainability issues that we're facing? I really like the podcast called How to Save a Planet because it kind of has the same vibe as me, which is approachable. Um, they're very real, they're very um, optimistic, but also um, give you cold, hard facts that are important to know. Um, it's an easy listen, um, it's enjoyable. I would highly recommend it if you're trying to get into something that's just easy to digest. Um, that's something that I listen to. I've listened it through like several times because it's just, um, it makes me feel optimistic about the future, which sometimes the documentaries are very <laughs> like gloom and doom and um, leave you feeling helpless. They give you a call to action at the end of every episode of what exactly you can do. So I think that's really important. Um, so I'd highly recommend that podcast it's called How to Save a Planet. I would definitely check it out. Um, I haven't heard it, but I like the part that you have uh, an, an actionable insight at the end of every podcast. And I think that's exactly what you're doing with your recipes. I went through a few of your posts and I love those tips, as you mentioned. Just a small tip, but could have an impact uh, and quite a dramatic impact as you start to implement it in, in your everyday life. Um, for example, the chocolate uh, cake that you had in one of your latest posts with the fair trade chocolate, um, another question I wanted to ask you is, do you have a favorite recipe? So as a, someone who loves cooking, uh, and I saw you have many different recipes, you have pescatarian, vegetarian, vegan, and I was wondering, do you have one specific recipe that you absolutely love? That's hard. It's like asking what's your favorite song, right? <laughs> it's a hard question. But um, I, I would have to say probably my um probably that cake that you mentioned only because it out of every recipe i've ever developed it's the one that took the most tries to get right um i was it took me like i think it took me four months of testing and trying and and that's the other thing is food waste is something i'm super uh, into about um I'm passionate about reducing my food waste. So when I am developing recipes, I try to do it in small batches and I try to make it at least, you know, taste as I go. So at least it's something we can consume anyway. If not, I'll try my best to compost it. But um, so developing a recipe that's harder to get right is a fun challenge for me, especially because I'm so cognizant about not wanting to throw something out. So the bigger the challenge, the more I end up falling in love with the recipe. So I think that 
that cookie dough chocolate cake would probably be my favorite one. I mean, I guess it's worth it because uh, this chocolate cake just looks amazing. So I would definitely love to try it. Um, and this also, it's a, it's a good segue to my next question, which is around challenges. When you started your food blog, um, what were the main challenges or challenges that you were facing at, at the moment? Or like one of the biggest challenges? Yeah, I think it goes hand in hand with some of the challenges I find that people have with living more sustainable, sustainably, which is that um, you don't know what you don't know, right? So when I started, I'm thinking, oh, this will be great. I feel like I have a knack for the photography. I'll master that. I'll put up some posts and there we go. If I have good content, it will be, um, it'll be successful. But there's so many little nuances and there's so many little things that you don't really realize when you're getting started that every tiny little thing matters um, and it all adds up to being successful. So you can't just have one talent and be really good in one area. You have to master the photography, the recipe development, the writing of the blog post, the structure of the blog post, the optimizing of the blog post for Google. Um, you have to master, you know, relating to your audience and spreading the right message. It's a lot of hats to wear. And I think just the challenge of every single day learning something new and every single day realizing there's so much work to be done. I think it's, it's a positive thing because I'm growing exponentially, but it is, um, sometimes it gets a little overwhelming to sit down and think about all the things I'm gonna have to do to be successful. And I think as long as I'm improving just a little bit every single day, then I can be proud of where I am and I can be happy with what I'm doing. So that's my goal right now, is just to improve a little bit every single day. Um, and leading from that, of course, when we talk about challenges, it's always good to, to talk about the rewards. Uh, and I wanted to, um, to ask you, what do you think were one of the biggest or a few of your biggest rewards since you started um, your food blog? A lot of recipe developers would say the feeling that when someone tries your recipe and it's really successful for them and it's really delicious and they love it, that's a really great feeling. Um, and that's definitely up there. But for me, I've just recently had two features in Green Living Magazine and on Side Chef did a profile on me for sustainability. And when I come back to my reason as to why I'm doing this, it's, it's because I wanna spread the word about sustainability. It's because I wanna have a voice in that sector. And for those two things to happen for me was kind of like a lifelong dream come true. So those were really big moments for me. I know not maybe not a lot of people will see those, but to me, it's just affirmation that there is interest in what I'm doing. And there is, um, you know, there's an avenue for my voice to be heard in the sustainability sector. And that's ultimately my goal. So that was really rewarding for me. That's amazing. Uh, congratulations on those. I mean, by all measurements, uh, being featured in, in two magazines and seeing yourself progressing uh, time over time, day over day, and seeing that more and more of your um, followers are trying your recipes and, and they're happy with it. It's, it must be uh, a great feeling. So 
you're definitely on the right track. Um, and I wanted to ask you, for someone who is exploring the idea of starting a food blog or um, a channel about sustainability, as, as an expert now, I would say, what advices would you give them? I think just understand your why. Why are you doing this? It, it's so important because it has to drive you every single day. This business is a long-term career decision. It's not gonna happen overnight. You have to have something you can come back to every day and motivate you. Um, and when times get tough, you have to go back there and say, okay, this is why I'm doing this. It's gonna be worth it. I'm gonna push through. And you have to be able to have um, a grounding motivation in order to continue to create new things. Um, if you have a reason why you're doing this, then you can always come back to that and you can always find motivation and you can always find something new to create. So I think understanding your why is the number one thing that you can do for yourself to be successful. Great. Uh, that was a really good answer. I love it. Um, I really appreciate your time, uh, Marley. It was so great to, to meet you and to learn more about your passion, uh, your food blog, and, and I wish you all the very best. Thank you so much. Well, guys, that was everything for today. I hope you enjoyed this conversation with Marley. Of course, don't forget to check out her website and Instagram profile, links in the description below. And I will see you next time.